Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Disgusting. I can't even believe you made that corny ass joke just now, bro. I mean, it's what I do. It's what I do. It's just what we do, baby. What do you do, baby? You know what it do? It rises up and crashes through. You is Doc, Doc and Ziggy with, with the flood. The... Keep your death threats to 140 characters or less. I don't know why it feels like this week. Happy Easter, everybody. Has been so long. Because it is the resurrection. He has moved the boulder. He has crashed through the boulder. And Mary Magdalene was the one to meet him outside. Let's just throw that out there. He revealed himself to a woman who Western society for 1,500 years deemed with no proof whatsoever that she was a prostitute. Damn, you really went there, huh? You felt the need to pull through with all of that. Yup. I was just gonna talk about how, you know, we're making this rise up and crash through thing, but it's really like Noah who was like, you know, the flood. Yeah. Shout out to Noah. He was a big inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> two by two, everybody. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So. Uh, anyway, how... I think it's something we should talk about. The whole like happy Easter, it sounds weird. Yeah, nah, we were talking about this off mic. I agree. Um, I really don't even have, like, a pony in this this race, but... It just sounds weird. It does. It, it really does. I don't even, like, readily celebrate the holiday. I know I'm dressed for like, the like, occasion. Like, Holy right. Easter, Merry Easter. So what do we have to talk about today, Zig? So... We have a couple of bigger discussions on some theoretical stuff like false equivalency, objectification in anime. Objectification Uh, and anime or objectification in anime? Objectification and in anime. Also, we want to talk about how you should never meet your heroes. Also, Paul Pierce was on IG Live with a bunch of strippers. That last one doesn't sound like news. That sounds like an everyday like like <laughs> Dude takes all their phones and makes them sign NDAs and then goes on IG Live. <laughs> if anybody's gonna expose me, it's gonna be me. The fuck? Anyway. What do you even mean? <laughs> some other actual news updates. We gotta talk real quick about the uh, MLB trying to be an ally. Uh, New York legalizes weed. It really, really does all come down to Space Jam, and uh, I really hope DMX is okay. Yikes. Prayers for DMX. Good. Oh, yeah, that was heavy. I mean, we could, might we might as well just start <laughs> there, right? Let's get that I saw he was alive up. trending and forgetting it was Easter and thought DMX was all right. Ah, uh, yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Good Lord. Uh, I just, I, I don't know, man. I feel like... If you a hip-hop fan, then you definitely, like, a DMX fan, right? Like, you kind of have to be. I don't think I've ever met somebody who likes rap music that didn't like DMX. Yeah. Right? Like... Even, like, the... He's, like, base-level hip-hop. Not even, like, God-tier at this point. And not just because the man, you know, he's fallen and it's possible we may lose him at this point. I mean, I saw... 
speculation trending that there's fucking little brain activity and it just uh, it makes me sad, right? To watch. And then we got the whole Tiger Woods thing. We haven't even gotten any updates on that. It's funny. You remember how like, I mean, this man really went like global though. Like, DMX was out here doing action movies with Jet Li. Yeah. At a time when that was not something that was like a regular thing. Nope. Like, rapper turned actor, you had like Will Smith, LL Cool J. And those were very different types of actors. Right. Ice-T, but then all of a sudden you had DMX and fucking Cradle to the Grave. Yeah. Romeo must die. Belly. <laughs> fucking belly. Yeah, come on, man. My favorite movie. Like... X the God. Thoughts and prayers for X. I mean, unfortunately, that's all we can offer, you know. So we don't want him looking at the roof of the church and the preacher telling the truth, and it hurts. That is one of the hardest fucking lines I've ever heard in a song, though. Yeah, now, X has definitely said some of the hardest shit ever. I mean, he's also said some of the most questionable shit ever. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But He's one of those weird <laughs> 2000s rappers we've talked about. The big era where he's like... Look, yeah. So we're gonna talk about why it should be okay to talk about the flaws of your heroes um, later on in the episode, but that's a perfect example. <laughs> and you know, leading up to this, the uh, the event leading up to the the battle of him trying to conquer his drug addiction has really like played out in the eyes of America, like in, yeah. at least the people willing to watch and who cared and the same thing with like josh gordon the nfl receiver yeah it's a testimony to how powerful of i don't know what would you call it you know people some people call it a sickness i feel like there's got to be a better word for it though like an affliction having an addiction is um and it's this, almost like i've heard people almost like describe it as like a demon it is like a I guess, you know, since we're on the holy day of Easter <laughs> like, yeah, Where it is a fucking addiction. And crashed through that boulder. Hopefully. This is Jesus Christ with the gospel. Oh, Lord. And the light shine through <laughs> that isn't coming from the ring lamp. And also, <laughs> like, when Jesus was like, the Holy Spirit is in all of us. Mary oh Magdalene just be like, "You're terrible, yo. You're." I'm a terrible. recovering Catholic. I get to make these jokes. The self hate is deep. Prayers for DMX. Yeah, we don't want to give X to him. I keep trying to give you attempts to redeem yourself. Nope. Keeping him going. Huh. <sighs> Keeping him going. Okay, so New York legalizes weed. Yay! <laughs> Governor Cuomo, in an attempt to cover his ass and garner favor after facing tons of scandals. Scandals from the left, scandals from the right. This nigga got scandals coming. Mass from graves on Ellis Island. <laughs> scandals falling out of old folks' homes. I mean, you talk about skeletons in the closet. Skeletons on the girls. Cuomo got him. Right? Apparently. Apparently Cuomo got him. So, in an attempt to make everything cool, 
Uh, looks like New York is gonna be getting free weed. It seems like starting whenever the fuck he announced this shit. Free every... weed. Yeah, free weed. Free weed! No, you don't. <laughs> free! That's what he need to do. Instead of just legalizing it, he's like, look, look, I know what I'm fucked up. We, we all been through Y'all expect an eighth of the mail suit. Like, just, just <laughs> right. Here's my stimulus package. Look, Brooklyn got KD. Y'all can have KD. Three ounces. Three ounces to every man, woman, and child. Yes. <laughs> no, but seriously, apparently, upon the announcement, New Yorkers can now possess up to three ounces of cannabis under a legalization bill signed into play on Wednesday, it looks like. Although... Sales of recreational use won't become legal for an estimated 18 months until the state draws up. You know, they have to. They have to draw all. They have to put all the red tape in place. Yeah. Um. According to Forbes magazine, there's 10 things you should know about New York's legalization. Adults will be able to grow six plants for their own use and won't be arrested for possession of up to three ounces of flour or 24 ounces of concentrated cannabis oil. Adults will be able to smoke cannabis cigarettes <laughs> wherever cigarette That's smoking is allowed. And criminal records will automatically be expunged for people who have been convicted of cannabis-related offenses. Wow. Yeah, that's the that's, big one. That's huge. That's the big one, right? Because I feel like it's a real disservice to continue to legalize weed without like expunging and yeah. reversing. <laughs> All, all the convictions that have been for joints, for parts of roaches yeah. found in like people's ashtrays. Yeah, okay. So, um, recreational storefronts and consumption sites, smoking lounges, and home delivery of cannabis are on their way, but are not legal at the moment. And oh. medical cannabis, which has been limited to patients with a small set of specified ailments such as cancer and AIDS, will now be available to be prescribed by medical practitioners for any ailment seemed appropriate. Uh, let's see. Uh, medical marijuana can be sold as flour or in smokable form. Um, I guess that means, like, you know, oils and waxes. Yeah. And like that. Licenses will be issued for growing, wholesale, or retailing. To keep companies from um, wow. managing the entire so basically, seed sale process. Basically, he he was just like weed. Forty yeah. percent yeah. of the tax revenue will be directed towards communities of color. So, <clears throat> also huge. What essentially whatever that means. You know, in the long run, that's fancy wordage right now, but we'll see how that comes into play. But, you know, they were saying because communities of color have been disproportionately affected by, you know, the drug policies, especially New York's drug policies, mm -hmm. when you think about the Giuliani days. Yeah. And Bloomberg. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thousands of jobs will be uh, created in cultivating and processing and sales and professional services, including marketing, real estate, and law. Uh, but it did say that cannabis cannot cross state lines. Because it's not legal everywhere yeah. yet. But see, that's the weird shit. Like, what happens when you fly in now from, like, New York to California? Can you take your weed with you on the plane? Like, if you're going... That's a good one. And you do, like, a layover in, like, Chicago? Right. Ooh, ooh. See? Then it becomes sketchy. Like, what happens if you got to do another one in Alabama? <laughs> like, 
where the weed laws are even stricter. Maybe there's like a, a form that says like, going from here to here in transit, I can have this and it's in like a checked bag. Especially if you got a medical card for yeah. it. Isn't it just a prescription at that point? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. That's the whole thing about traveling with it like internationally, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if I got pulled over and I had my prescribed Adderall with me, it wouldn't be a problem at all. No. Because they'd be like, oh, do you have any, like, controlled substances? I'd be like, I have my Adderall. It's got my label on it. Right. And, you know, like, that's in my glove box. Yeah. Look, look, let's not... <laughs> Let's not play coy with this shit, though. We all know what the fuck this also, is. Also, by the way, in that scenario, you don't say any of that shit I just said. You shut the fuck up. Of course, this isn't just Cuomo's decision, but it's totally Wee! right, like, evident that he's doing this to try and cover his ass. Let's not pretend like this shit is anything else. So, right. speaking of covering their ass, Major League Baseball is... Ooh. Trying to be an ally. I like how you did that. So, in response to, uh, yeah, you know, the whitest professional sport outside of hockey. <laughs> well, I'm talking about how you just slid into uh, the transition just now. Like, you were sliding into home base. But, the world. Oh, yeah, that was that's another good one. Well done, well done. Look, look. So, in response to the heinous Georgia voting laws that we talked right. about last week. Right, that people are still trying to defend as, like, reasonable. I don't know if we got into this, but they went... They, like, Georgia had one of the most extensive legal searches through their, uh, like, recounting and everything yeah. like that. So, for people to... Trump lost, suck a dick. Like, what, like, four times, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so for people to sit here and pretend like these voter laws, these new, this new set of, like, voter laws are anything but voter suppression is... Willfully ignorance and like it's willful ignorance, you know. Yes. It's willful ignorance and it's absurd in nature because the constantly we see what I, I can at least what I continue to see from the right is this. It's hypocr, but this like hypocritical nature of. Can the, you have like, people holding your spot in line? Like, that way right. people could just be like, okay, I'm hungry. And then you have, you know, like, Killer Mike and Stacey Abrams, like, people just be like, all right, hold my spot in line. And that person goes and gets some food. And then they come back. Or if, what if, like, I just... And they're right at the spot where it's, like, no no more campaigning beyond this point. Yeah. And it's so, like, you know, within eyesight they could do that. Okay. Because let's cheat this system like we always do because it's kind of like this is kind of the food and water argument is kind of like the whole amazon pea bottle situation like yeah because you know amazon is going um to bat with the unions right now because they're a piss poor company <laughs> and they've done a lot of like but they've done a lot of like uh pr to get i guess uh reshape their image after that whole controversy leak. Yeah. Like, I've seen, I've personally seen Amazon commercials where workers look dead into the camera and go, you can pee anytime you want. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, if you have to make a commercial where you pay an actor to say, 
You can go to the bathroom whenever you want. That's silly. <laughs> There's a fucking problem. <laughs> There's a fucking problem. Several workers have come. It's not just like it was one guy. It's been like at least 15 people that have come forward, right? Sure, okay. In the grand scheme of things in all of the Amazon factories that Jeff Bezos owns. Did you know that one popped up on Solly Road in Pasadena? I swear, it was like, just, it just popped up. There are rumors that Marley Station Mall is an Amazon fulfillment center, but you would never know because Jeff Bezos doesn't hire employees, he contracts things out, so he doesn't have to provide benefits and things like that, and tip his actual contractors and stuff, so. Anyway, you don't Major League Baseball no. moved the All-Star game out of Atlanta. They have not determined where they're going to play it yet, but they are moving it out of Atlanta in response to these laws being passed. I've so heard, uh... then everybody on Twitter from the right wing that was trying to fight against cancel culture then started the hashtag boycott MLB. And I find that... Ironic. Wait, you're saying the anti-cancel culture crowd is now trying to cancel the MLB because they are doing something to go against in protest against these heinous voter laws. Yeah. Yeah. So because they're speaking to something that they disagree with, they're going to boycott it, but not cancel it. You see the difference here? One starts with a B. So you know what would be super tight? If all the teams played the All-Star games as their league counterparts. Ooh, I think they've done something like that before. Well, now would seem like the perfect time to do it again. I'm just saying. Just, like, just fuck around and find out, Georgia. Like, rub that in extra hard. <laughs> fuck around and find out, Georgia. Do this shit in the, uh, whatchamacallit, um, Gavin Newsom invited the MLB to do the Major League, the All-Star Game in uh, California this year. So Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of places I could do it in California. I saw on Facebook the Baltimore yeah. Orioles actually posted something saying in support with the MLB's decision. Joe Biden tweeted about it in support. Oh, Joe. I don't need Joe to tweet President anything. Maverick! I don't need him to tweet anything. I need him to get his whole shit together because he's about to hand 2024 to the fucking fascist. This man tripping down the stairs, about to trip up with the whole presidency. Oh yeah, I did see the video of him tripping down the stairs. Not just that, but like they, okay, so fucking New York is getting ready to legalize weed, right? And the Biden administration just fired like, what, like four staffers because it was found that they had smoked weed previously to their position. So it's like, yeah, top cop, like chill the fuck out. It's like, (laughs) yeah, no, seriously. Smoke some weed and chill the fuck out. You're in D.C. It's already legal. This is not a Biden-friendly podcast here. Like, of course, yeah, Biden over Trump, whatever. But <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and pretend like we got anything but top cop and top cop supreme in fucking office right now. Like, <laughs> If good things happen, we'll say good things, but we're not fans. I'm going to keep it fair and balanced, as 
the good lords at Fox News would have us do. How about we just say instead of that, for the irony, we just say, we keep it a hundo. <laughs> keep it a band. Y'all, like, I'm not fucking around. Like, it's... We I, got a telescope looking all around. Why? we are the flood, and we are lost on a really fucking small boat. As you can see, we are sitting very close together. This is the captain's lounge. Yo, somebody can't handle the fact that we got a ring light and a camera today. <laughs> it's like looking into a halo of God, because it's Easter. Yo, I'm just saying, it looks a little ridiculous for New York to be legalizing weed when Biden is firing staffers for, like, you know, the fucking administration is firing staffers for smoking weed. I, when over... Overwhelming amounts of people in this country, like an overwhelming percentage of people on both sides of the aisle. Yeah, it's like ready like for legalization. Seventy-eight percent or something crazy. And yo, you think the deficit, deficit, deficit all day long, right? Like these farmers are begging for like crops to be able to grow and shit. Do you know how easy it is to fucking grow weed, Joe? Like it's, it takes a decent amount of water, right? But you just but, like. Put it in a moist environment, give it the right amount of light. There's, my point is there huge potential. There's tons of fucking potential here. And it's stupid that we are still pretending like this is a bad, scary, like, I'm fucking, not just like with the flower, but like hemp plastics and shit here. Yeah. Here he goes. Oh my God, he's breaking duck. He's going off about weed again. No, it's fucking stupid. You know? It's dumb. This shit is dumb. It's dumb. And then, and Georgia is dumb with these stupid fucking voters. Stupid like, laws. face. Georgia, like, dumb. I, I, don't do that. You know, because it's, how can it be said that it's anything but, right? Like, I refuse to try and speak eloquently about what the fuck is going on in Georgia right now because it is nothing other than fucking, like, voter suppression. It is racist. It is a racist attempt to make sure that Georgia stays red because they flip Georgia blue and the old guard, the old money don't fucking like that. Let's, like, let's... Do you know any more about the dude that ran into the Capitol barricades? I don't. Don't know whether or not the Capitol barricade was able to break. Ooh, Are we back? Watch out. Normally, I'm the one that's six. Yo, did you hear about the Isley Brother versus Earth, Wind, Fire versus battle? So this that's whole, disrespectful. This whole versus thing is um, getting out of hand. Because there was Raekwon versus. I've heard the Triller Ghostface. I've heard Triller Entertainment has now bought into it and is um, paying IG for it. Like I, I don't know. Getting a little extra. I just want. <laughs> No, I'm just surprised it's still going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised that this shit has the legs that it does. I'm not talking about the one. I mean, it basically... Basically, I mean, it's it's easy, because people could just be like, you got a notification from Versus, and they can tune in for, like, four minutes. 
Yeah, honestly. To see which song they play and that you might like. Yeah. I mean, is there like an actual vote at the end or is it just like viral? No, it's just viral. That's the point. That's why I find it stupid. So I'm like, y'all are just sitting here listening to playlists, right? Like you're watching two people listen to a playlist of their own music. <laughs> you know, when it's, you put it like that. It's a thing from COVID culture that was like, cool because we're all stuck at home. What the fuck else are we going to do other than watch the Isley Brothers and Earth, Wind, and Fire? Ooh, that's a thing. (laughs) COVID culture. It is. It's a leftover remnant from COVID culture. And who knows how much longer it's going to be before it, like, fades into... Before COVID culture is no longer a thing? So we have cancel culture and COVID culture running concurrent to each other. Cancel culture is not a thing. We keep... I don't know why you keep making me reestablish this. Oh, yeah. Every right. time we talk about it. Because it's a buzzword. It's Exactly. That's it. It's nothing more than a buzzword. It's a buzzword. I don't want to hear cancel culture is a thing. It's not real. It's uh, just holding people accountable. Sometimes we don't like what people hold our heroes accountable for. Bingo! <laughs> Look at that. Transition. One of our major topics. We actually have several of those today. We do. Do we want to slide into that? Because, I mean, we can go right into that, honestly. Slide. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. Give me a second. Uh, give me uh, Goo Goo Dolls. Um, no. Yeah, no, I don't like it. Slide. Nope. nope. I don't like it. You made it awkward. You're right. I just had, I had, it, it was one it's of those things at that moment. Now it's uncomfortable. Now I don't want to talk about it. Um, but well, you know what we can talk about, though? Hey. Super rare copy of an original Super Mario NES edition sealed in the clamshell case, right? Like, that's how mint this bitch was, right? Sold for $660,000 last Friday. Because we are the go-to spot for unreasonably priced and sold collectibles of the nerdy culture. I just found it, like, you know, in keeping up with this trend. uh, (laughs) Nostalgia booming? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Pokemon cards, apparently you can't even find Pokemon cards anywhere anymore. So yeah, in this one, um, part of what made this copy so rare was, I guess it was from like a fourth edition run of the Super Mario Bros. NES edition. I think it was like from the US run. So it's a like black print case sealed inside the hard shell plastic with like the perfect like trim on the little hanglet and everything. Like everybody's like, yo, you got that gold cartridge ocarina of time? Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> That's always the one whenever we saw it growing up. I'm like, yo, you got that gold cartridge ocarina? <gasps> Another thing that I found funny while I was reading this article was that Super Mario Brothers, a Super Mario game has held the top four positions in highest selling video game for like the last decade. Like, from one to four is all, Iconic. like, they're all Super Mario. I mean, <laughs> like, when you think video games, how quickly do you think of Mario? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> at this point... Like, um, the moment you think video games, you're going to have a million images instantaneously hit your head. I, but one of the first is Mario. I dare to say that the only other one is uh, Pac-Man. I mean, when I think video games, I get hit with a fuck ton, but I'm certainly going to think no, Mario. No, I'm talking first. about for people who don't even play video games, right? But, like, they know Pac-Man. 
They yeah. know Pac-Man, they know Super Mario, Pikachu. and... I don't even know if they would know that's a video game, though. But they know They Pikachu. might think it's an anime. That's fair. I mean, Pokemon is everywhere, so... I'm saying, like... And literally not with, with Pokemon I'm Go at this point. I'm saying ubiquitous video game imagery. Like, you see that, you know it's a video game. Yeah, that's fair. It's Super Mario, Pac-Man, and Tetris. Yep. Tetris theme song is so fire. No, I agreed. I'm trying. I'm just trying to think of it as something like another video game that would go up there and like... I mean, I'm like Donkey Kong. Uh, maybe, but I feel like there are people out there that might not know what the fuck Donkey Kong is. Street Fighter. Do you think your mom knows what Donkey Kong is? No. No, so, I don't think my... Yeah, my mom, my mom knows Mario. Exactly. And your mom would know Pac-Man. She'd probably call him Mario, but... And your mom would know Tetris. That one, I don't know. My mom's Come not on. really good with putting if, things in order. If your mom saw colorful blocks in weird shapes stacked together, she, she would... She tried to put them in the circular hole. Wow. I've had a rough wow. time with my mom this week. Really just gonna dig into mom like that, huh? That's crazy. Crazy like 600-something thousand dollars for a copy of Super Mario Brothers. Ooh, nice way to bring it back. Crazy like Microsoft saying that they will officially be producing Xbox Series X mini fridges. Who the fuck asked for this? <laughs> oh, yo, it's me! It's me, the guy who asked! What is this? But why? Hey, who man is this? Why? Why would you do that? Why would you do any of that? Who man is this? You serious? Yes, so after winning a Twitter poll against Skittles, who, in, like, retort to this, sort of up the stakes, right? Like, um, the Xbox Aaron Greenberg from uh, Microsoft yeah. was like, look, we've seen the memes, we know y'all think the new console looks like a mini-fridge. What if I told y'all niggas that we actually made some of these fridges? Would y'all help us beat? Would y'all help us beat Skittles in this Twitter poll? Memes have become self-aware. So, yeah, no, this is all based off of a meme, right? Like, cause I was. It's always where, based off a of meme. Well, yeah, I mean, I was wondering where, cause it does look like a mini fridge, though. Like, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and um, in retort, Skittles was like, "We'll bring back the lime Skittles flavor," but I mean, that's kind of like weak sauce. Compared to like a whole ass mini fridge. Yeah. <laughs> so, so clearly Microsoft Xbox won the poll, right? And uh, Aaron Greenberg was like, "It's not, it's not an April Fool's joke." Um, you, you could really buy this Xbox fridge. We're, yeah. Well, hold on. <laughs> we're getting there. <laughs> He's saying they're gonna make them. <laughs> He's not saying you'll be able to buy one. They're not saying how much it's gonna cost or how many they're gonna make. Um, but all we know is it's not an April Fool's prank and they're really gonna make Xbox mini fridges. Xbox this just has Series KF, This has KF fridges. console written all over it. Well, <laughs> you can keep your chicken when you're done heating it up in your KF console, you can now store it. You can keep your, your, your Mountain Dew game fridges. fuel in your, in your Xbox mini fridge. Come on. While you're playing PlayStation 5. Is this COVID culture or just gamer culture? 
This is meme culture. That's fair. This is meme culture. That's fair. Absolutely. Is it good for the culture? Ugh. I mean, it's memes are becoming self-aware. Elon Musk knows he is a meme now. He is, he's a, a literal meme lord. And somehow, not somehow, it has made him worse. It has made him worse. It would be like if Lex Luthor actually got superpowers. But not good superpowers, just superpowers that gave him a slight advantage. Like, like he can jump really high now? He always knew what somebody was thinking two seconds before they were thinking it. So it's not like he's clairvoyant, right? It's just like if he's having a Ooh, discussion what with What if somebody he had, like, hit from Su Dragon Ball Super's powers, where those two seconds where he knows what he's going to do, he can freeze time? Right. But only for two seconds. But only for two seconds. Zavoldu! So. Man, once Jotaro learned, he was like, I can move through this time, too. <sighs> and Dio's face, he was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Because, <laughs> getting off track. Um, you know what else is good for the culture? <laughs> you had to recollect yourself so hard there. This JoJo here with the derail. <laughs> the CDC says fully vaccinated people can travel to the U.S. again. Um, they're still saying that people need to wear masks and physically distance when they show up, um, but they will be safe from like severe symptoms and things of that nature. Uh, they will also be safe from having to quarantine before and after or get tested before and after and having to quarantine after. Mm -hmm. So you'll no longer have to do that. Um, but they are still recommending that people get tested for international travel, um, especially because people traveling internationally are at a greater risk of exposing themselves to new variants and transmitting new variants from, mm -hmm. you know, place to place. Um, but they'll be, they won't die, uh, <laughs> when they get but here. But did you die? So that's the but. All right, look. As little of a step as that is, it's a step moving into you know returning back to or establishing a new normal. Because we're we're literally just talking about like what parts of COVID culture are gonna stay and what parts of COVID culture will probably disappear. Um, it looks Versus battle apparently is one of those ones that it's kind of the barometer. Uh, treating frontline workers like decent people <laughs> seems to be one of the ones that's fading into <laughs> obscurity. One that I know is not going to go away when I go to Wawa. They used to have the donuts just like in a tray. Yeah. Now they're individually wrapped. I don't see them not individually wrapping them anymore. Yeah, see, that's not going to help like the, you know, <laughs> the climate culture thing. The, all that excess plastic. Yeah, I mean... I, got, I don't think so either, but like, okay. But do you really see after all of this for people to not be like, mm, not covered? <laughs> no, I do. I get it, right? Because especially now, everybody's gonna be a bit of a monk. They're gonna be a bit of a germaphobe about this bitch. Um, 
even now, like when people, I go for my second shot here in the next week. And when people get too close to me, I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? How'd you feel after your first, by the way? I, I told you, I, I left work and I went home and I worked out. Like, <laughs> I got the shot at work. I finished my shift. I came home. I worked out. Right? Like, and my arm was sore the next day. Yeah, that's I, what I heard. Like, yeah. I've heard people who get the second shot get hit harder with the body aches and stuff like that. But nobody I know has puked up a baby or grown a tail yet. Okay, so, that's good to know. Or puked up a microchip, I should say. Mmm. Who needs a microchip when you have a phone? Let's, let's keep it 100. Um, what's a COVID culture norm that you wish would stay after all of this? Aside from social distancing and mask wearing. Um... Wait, so you're saying part of COVID culture I want to stick around? Yeah. I don't want mask and social distancing to stick around. No, I want people who are sick to continue to fucking wear a mask when you go outside. But I mean, like, if you're coughing, we're in sneezing. If we're talking just wear a mask. Okay, I mean, like, if you're sick, wear a mask. Yes. Slightly. Even if you're slightly sick. Like, if you got a little bit of nasal drip, just put a fucking mask on when you go outside. I mean, like, if you're 100% healthy, like, I don't want to have to wear a mask all the time. I mean, I get that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you have a runny nose and you're running to fucking CVS to get fucking dryptamine or what the fuck ever it is you're taking for your runny nose now, um, then fucking wear a mask. It's not... I was going to say, I mean, I'd like it to kind of be cool to still be able to wear bandanas and not get weird looks. So you just want to look like a bank robber. I was going to say Pokemon trainer. Pokemon trainer. Not old western train robber. I'll be your huckleberry. Um, no. Seriously, though? Um, As in where I'm Tom? No. No. You've never seen Tombstone, have you? So that's it, though? That's all you want is to be able to wear a bandana? I mean, uh, some other like stuff, I guess. No, COVID culture sucks. You don't like the whole teleworking aspect? Like, I, feel I mean, like- online, online school is kind of cool. That's fair. Online school is kind of cool. I but mean, we had online I do wish before some, COVID. Yeah, but I never had to do it. Yeah. So I wish I had some on campus, but I do appreciate some of the online school and stuff. Yeah. Like, I think there are people that probably uh, feel that way about teleworking and things of that nature. And I think, you know, keeping that aspect of it might be good for things like climate in the future because it means less office buildings and things being built, um, less deforestation for certain yeah, unnecessary real estate. Um, I mean, I already feel guilty as fuck smoking outside as a, like, in COVID, as a Catholic. Like, it's the worst. It, it's just like, well, I'm spreading spreading death everywhere. Death and secondhand smoke. Of course, as we were talking about, like, with the, the health concerns, like, everybody... You nasty bastards will finally wash your hands, except for the... Oh, dudes. yeah, no, everybody washing hands, that's what I... 
definitely want to stick around. <laughs> and all this time, around. for no fucking reason. You touch the doorknob, wash your hands. <laughs> wash your hands. I already wash my hands a lot just because I hate my hands feeling grody. Yeah. Um, the only thing I hate about washing my hands all the fucking time is the amount of lotion that I have to, like, wear. Uh, so... What I'm saying, I guess, is invest in, like, lotion stocks, um, Jergen stocks, <laughs> or Jergen stocks? Bergen stocks. No. No. That's cultural. <laughs> that's not of either culture of us, but that's cultural. No. Um, um, is there anything you want to stick around from COVID culture that I just you haven't said, already said? I washing their hands all the fucking time. I'm like, and wearing, I totally think that people should continue to wear masks when they feel sick around here. Like, our country has shown that it cannot handle a pandemic. You know, I think even a competent president wouldn't have necessarily been able to handle the swapped of conspiracy theories and misinformation that was being spread and at the rate of which it was being spread throughout this country. Um, well, let's not even say competent. Let's just say an adult. I mean, isn't that just synonymous for competent like no competent is another level above adult but i would still trust That's an good. adult more okay all right somebody who can legally drive themselves around i'm not saying yeah. donald can't legally drive he himself totally around. can't are you kidding me there's but no way he i was getting ready to say i'm also saying i've never seen this nigga behind the wheel of a car and those pictures where he's in the back truck do not count <laughs> he just wanted to haunt the horn Mimi, it's so like like Donald Trump in 2020. Being a couple of months removed, it's so weird looking back. Even if it's just a couple of, it's so weird. It is going to be a very surreal time period. I want to get all of like the great, ridiculous Trump photos. Look, when we like him screaming at the kid and mowing the lawn. When we go (laughs) back. Shooting the paper towel. Yeah. No, my favorite is him so proudly in front of the fast food buffet while Abraham Lincoln's portrait is in the background. Like, it looks so sad. Uh, it looked like a Scooby-Doo picture where they, they can move. He looks so disappointed. It's There There are too many, yo. Um, on, the little desk. The magic orb. It was a circus show. <laughs> and it needed to be because the niggas made a way with bank, right? Like... How else can you rob a country blind, right? Like, you put on the greatest circus show of all time. It was not entertaining, though. And it was only the first half. You think they're done robbing us blind? No. We're all so drained at this point that they could literally steal the money from our pockets while we watch them, and there's nothing we can do. Unless they do it with GameStop. Unless we actively, yeah. There's a few of us who aren't asleep, I guess. And found a way. And they're on Reddit. And they're on Reddit. Uh, you know who's not on Reddit? Who's not on Reddit? That's a, I, that's a, that's a, that's like, who's not on Reddit? Your mom. My mom is not on Reddit. Your mom is not on Reddit. <laughs> Break! Sorry, I was stuck in the Matrix. Uh, you'd have thought. You'd have thought. 
we didn't host the podcast together on Sundays. I guess we just get together and we like to bullshit about things. Stuff like that. Lighthouse updates. Stuff like lighthouse updates. I was super wrong. So for those of you who don't know, lighthouse updates are for when we get things super wrong. <laughs> we have our good buddy Lil B and anybody else on Twitter or Instagram who wants to correct us. Call or uh, message us and tell us, yeah, you guys got all of this wrong because we don't always fully research stuff. We're not infallible. We make mistakes from time to time. So Harrison Ford was not in Hunt for Red October. I thought he was. Turns out the other Tom Clancy movie he was in was The Patriot Games. The movie where you thought Harrison Ford, yeah, was the where they crash movie. into Alaska and have to fight wolves is called The Grey, yeah. and that's Liam Neeson. Yeah, so I got Harrison Ford mixed up with Liam Neeson. Don't at me. So, <laughs> but Matthew McConaughey was not in Fast Times at Ridgemount High or American Graffiti. The all right, all right, all right line came from Days That Confused. You had that one right. Yes. yes. And Harrison Ford, however, was in American Graffiti. Harrison Ford was in American Graffiti. Apparently. Not Matthew McConaughey. Correct. Okay. Correct. So that was that all the Lighthouse updates, though? Yeah, I, I really goofed. <laughs> Your movie knowledge did not serve you correctly. That Apparently, time. I'm not as big of a Harrison Ford fan as I thought. You got I you told you. Out. I told you. All you guys care about is Indiana Jones. And Star Wars. And Star Wars. And That's those two fair. top Clancy movies, but clearly one more no. than the other. No. Clearly no. one more not than even. the other. Not even. And I'm not saying Harrison Ford is a bad actor, right? I'm just saying nobody really cares about Harrison Ford. Now, will we say that Michael Jordan's a bad actor? Yes. Yes. Do we say that LeBron is a bad actor? Well, it's to be determined because yes. Space Jam, yes. a yes. new legacy. Yes, no. I'm going to say now. Now, I'm going to say it because, all right, oh, so we're talking about the trailer? No, go ahead and say what you got to say about the trailer. No, sir, you clearly no, have. No, say what you got to say about the trailer, yo, because. I mean, the trailer looks dope. There's yes. People from, like, the Flintstones, they passed through the Game of Thrones thing for some Ooh. reason, Iron Giant. Now, I did see one reaction because, of course, anytime LeBron goes viral, who else goes viral? Who? Michael Jordan. Uh. However, somebody else went viral in addition to, and they were like, wow, LeBron really needs to get the Iron Giants, Superman, and Gandalf. Really? Really? Jordan won with Newman and Bill Murray. Oh. And that's why Jordan's the GOAT. <laughs> one. One. Because this trailer. Okay, so how did you feel about this trailer? Because we I'm hyped. together. Yes. I'm hype. So, it looks good, right? It, okay. It looks fun. Visually. It looked great. Visually. It looked good. Cartoon LeBron looks, it's, it's tight, right? Now, all I want to say the Lola Bunny thing real quick. All, uh, real quick, the Lola Bunny thing. Everybody was flipping about, about the redesign, but that's Cartoon World Lola. Now, in the regular 3D one, is this what you were gonna go on? No, no, go, go ahead, say what you guys say. She still looks like the Lola we remember, but she's just not hyper-sexualized. 
She's like Wonder Woman from Zack Snyder. She's not hypersexualized. She's just really hot. Like, there you go. There's your regular Lola, everybody. Your incels can chill. Why does it matter? Why does it matter what a fucking cartoon rabbit look like? Guys, it's a fucking cartoon rabbit. Guys. This is breaking up. <laughs> this is... Guys, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Everybody's mad that a fucking cartoon skunk didn't get his role in the movie where he got to sexually harass somebody. And I'm just like, why did we need to see Pepe Le Pew sexually harass him? That's what he does. We can't sit here and pretend like, why are we pretending like that what is the defining trait of Pepe Le Pew. Pew? I sexually harass people and I stick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So everybody's mad about that. No, and then even before that, everybody was mad. Oh my God, the cartoon rabbit's not sexy anymore. <laughs> you see the little bit of uh, a, pr- a problem with that. It's cartoon rabbit. You can't fuck it. You're never gonna get the chance to fuck it. So please stop being worried about fucking it <laughs> and whether it looks like it's fuckable or not. There's probably a porn, though. Of course there's a porn. There is. Of course there's the fucking... What is it, Rule 34? Yo, look. The internet is a thing. If you guys really want to see the smelly skunk sexually harass people, (laughs) I'm sure there's a porn about it. All you got to do is visit DeviantArt. Somebody has made that picture. Yup. This movie, though, however, I, um... I am not excited to watch this hour-long advertisement for Universal Studios Amusement Park. Wow. Hmm. That's how I feel about it. I am not excited (laughs) to, uh, that's my hot take for the day. That is what they have turned Space Jam 2 into. It will not be an electric boogaloo. I don't think it's gonna be good. I think it may be tolerable. Like, if I had to watch it on a plane, I wouldn't be like, oh my god, fucking Space Jam 2. Like, it's not, um, what was that fucking... Space Jam A New Legacy? Yeah. It, what, what was that movie with uh, Pixels? Like, yeah, it's not Pixels bad. It doesn't look like it's gonna be as bad as Pixels. Let's put it that way. But I feel like it's not gonna be good. And I'm not disappointed. I am let down. <laughs> How about this? Let's wait for the movie to come out. Because I swear to God, LeBron is not going to let this movie be worse than Space Jam 1. Have you seen the trailer? Of Space Jam 2? Yes. Of course I've seen the trailer. Okay, so you've seen LeBron's acting. I know Le- he's better than Jordan. Is Jordan was carried <laughs> by Bill Murray throughout that entire movie. That's my hot take. Bill Murray carried Michael Jordan that movie, I don't including think, in the game. I don't think that Bill Murray ran point I and set him up. I don't think that's that hot of a take. I feel like that's probably was contractual. Jordan was like, Bill needs to be around me at all times to make everything I say look funnier by proxy. Uh, <laughs> and Prime also, example right there. <laughs> it helps Jordan look serious, right? Because Bill Murray is the clown taking the pie to the face the entire How many times did you actually see them get toony with Jordan in Space Jam, right? Like, there were a few well, seasons. Well, Jordan never turned into a cartoon. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Like, they hit that nigga with, like, a pie, like, what, in the very beginning, and then he was like, yeah, okay, that's gonna be enough of that shit, right? Like, yeah. we're not gonna be dropping anvils and shit on me the entire time. 
That's fair. He did definitely get some like kind of anvil moments in the beginning. And he had the super strength. In the very yeah, but that was of course right. Like yeah, iconic Jordan shit. Like yeah, but no. Yeah, no, I'm not impressed. <laughs> I'm not impressed <laughs> by the Space Jam 2 trailer. Space Jam: A New Legacy. <laughs> Because it, it's not a sequel. It's it's just Visually, an entirely different story. It looks good. So if you want to, like, you know, take a bunch of shrooms, I'm not recommending you take a bunch of shrooms, but I'm just saying if you took a bunch of shrooms... It would probably be a good movie, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, fuck it. At that point, you've already taken a bunch of shrooms. You might as well go watch it in theaters when it comes out in theaters. Cause I'm going to go watch it in theaters. Are you? Yeah. And you haven't been vaccinated yet. I will be you by the time it comes out. Fucking heathen. It comes out in July, and I'm eligible for the vaccine on the 28th of this month, sir. You are preemptively planning. Disgusting. Yes. Yes. I love Space Jam. You must also. I made an ex girlfriend of mine watch Space Jam in exchange for me watching her 26 episode favorite series. Was she your ex-girlfriend at the time? Because when you said that, like, I visually got, like, I got a visual of no, you we were... calling up your ex and being like, we have to do this now. No, we weren't. And then she's like, Dan, I'm not doing this. And you're like, it's too late. I'm in your living room. The DVD is playing. Come sit the fuck down. DVD? Is... What year is this? Fucking clearly, if you're going this far, it's like 1998. What? I would have been six. I was not pimpin' like that. Damn. Damn. How would I get into a person's living room as, I as a like, six-year-old? I feel like it's not hard as a six-year-old. Doggy door? I mean, well, it worked when possibly. I was 19, so. Yeah, we're gonna let that one hang. I actually told that story on the podcast. This is when Zach and I went to Florida. Oh, the you climbing in the doggy door story? Yeah. You fucking criminal. Yeah, I mean, some other trailers dropped. We had the trailer for the um, Netflix anime adaptation of the Yusuke. The Yasuke? Yeah, the, yeah, Yasuke. I keep saying Yusuke. The Yasuke, the uh, African samurai. Or... Was the sam- the yeah. black samurai. Yeah, the black samurai. African, because the fuck. Um... <laughs> Suicide Squad, but we already we already talked about that. See, we put y'all up on game before they was ready to put y'all up on game, but y'all don't recognize that. But you will. Didn't somebody steal another one of our ideas this week? Did they? I feel like someone stole another one of our ideas. Cause we out here look just. I'm just like sewing threads into the zeitgeist, Joe. Like every day, I'm at this shit. Um, and I think way too deep into things. Like, uh, let's talk about this whole... They tried to cancel Master Roshi? And let's talk about how absurd that is. Wait, wait, who is they? The the Twitter sphere. You okay. know, you, okay. the fact that they're... Okay. If something goes viral, so there we'll is say, a they to say. So we'll say, well, yes, I know, but I like for the they to be included here because we're all about bringing things into context here at the flood like that's the purpose right we take all of this shit that seems like it's random and we try to draw the we make all the we're the charlie meme right where's the red string yeah (laughs) so as you were 
<sighs> so, the Twitter sphere tried to cancel Master Roshi. And this is an example of overcorrecting. Because you let's think, think so. Yeah, he objectifies women in that show, but look how much men are shirtless the entire time. Well, yeah, and like flexing and screaming and wrestling and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, that was my point, right? When I see things like that. It's like I'm be self-aware always... there is a two-way street. Anime, yeah, is serving on both ends of the spectrum, especially when it comes to shows like fucking Dragon Ball Z. Like, oh my god, like, the fucking meatheads in that shit? Yeah. Like, are you serious? <laughs> and y'all worried about a crotch shot in another anime? Like, the world's most... There are two popular animes, right? One of them is Pokemon. The other one, Dragon Ball Z. There are weebs, including me, screaming internally. I get it. Right, but I'm saying for people who... I'm talking about for non-anime watchers. Okay, right? okay. Yeah. You could name Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z, right? The same thing I was saying about... Yeah. Super Mario and all that shit earlier. Yeah, and in neither one of those shows are... Is there... Are there extreme examples of objectification of women? Especially not in Pokemon, right? And the other thing is, is that we said before, maybe the entire universe no. would have been destroyed if it wasn't for Bulma. Look, the also, also cultural, right? Because the old pervert is like a trope in tons of Japanese media. Yep. Right? So this is people who, I guess, are new to the Kirby anime. Sage from Naruto. Yeah. Not just that, like in tons of Japanese cinema, there's always yep. old, gross, pervert dudes who are chasing after like high school girls. And yeah, shit. like it's like you'd have to cancel so much anime if you did that. It's people who don't want, who don't understand a culture, trying to cancel something from that culture. Yeah, right. Like it's the whole like catcalling in Latin America argument. Yeah. Right, like it's a little bit different over there. It, it still comes with, I guess, some of the same um, problematic intentions, but it's a little, it's received differently over there. And the old pervert trope is a trope for a reason because old perverts like Master Roshi are gross and people are missing the point. So when you say overcorrecting, that's what I think is really happening. Not the fact that they're like overcorrecting by trying to cancel Master Roshi. It's like you guys missed the fucking point. Yep. Like the nigga is old and gross for a reason to show people that old gross niggas like this exist and they're not okay. Like sure he showed Goku, you know, some awesome fight tactics and stuff like yeah. that, but the nigga none of his tactics ever actually like his other tactics actually ever work nope nope and he's constantly like berated for being a fucking pervert yep like watch the goddamn show it's the literal like it's an not the literal equivalent but it's like the equivalent of just reading the headline right you see this old gross pervert trope and you're like oh we gotta get rid of that that's not good imagery for the children Okay, so there's another thing that bothered me when I saw it. So I saw this article trending on Twitter from San Francisco. This is relevant, considering cultural and regional dynamics. 
and the headline was, California seems to be putting a lot of resources into vaccinating the poor, but where's the support for trans people? And my first response was, why did you read this article? <laughs> I didn't read the article, I read the headline. Damn it. <laughs> it's even worse, right? No, but I sent you this, right? Yeah, no, you sent me and this screenshot. The, the first, my first reaction was, that is not a comparable demographic at all. I feel like- You're talking about something that's more of a sociological thing from trans versus an economic thing I feel like from it's in the poor community. Unnecessary distinction. Yes. One. Two, I feel like it's an overlapping distinction also. Like, it feels almost it's an article I feel that's just designed. Are you to sure it wasn't a troll article? I can double check it. But like <laughs> At the same time, it's an article that, like, the headline is just made to, like, spark people to be angry. So exactly. I wanted to, That's why so I, said, I wanted to mention sure? this. I wanted to mention this headline because it's just not a reasonable comparison from it's, the brick. It's not a reasonable argument. To yes, be made. from the um, brick. I'm not talking about trans unless, people or poor people. Um, I'm saying you can't compare them specifically for this purpose. Unless me playing devil's advocate here there is a decent amount of evidence to suggest that when it comes to low income aid trans people are being excluded in so the trans people in the low income yes like if there was yeah data suggesting that as we said just now a trans people in a low income and are not benefiting from low income aid and relief at a disproportionate rate, then I feel like there's, yeah, maybe a discussion to be had. So, but, my point, so the thing is, I may have just read this headline, right? <laughs> now, I have a point here. This headline, when not broken down this way, as we did just now, as we did just now, can be the one that's like, well, this is super unfair. But if you just take a second to think about it, these demographics are not really, they're, they're completely different demographics. There's overlap among it. And it's just, it's a false equivalency. And okay. that's one of the things that we at the flood want to try to get you to, is just take the, take the half a second, 30 seconds to yeah. really break down. And put things into context. Yes. And put it into context. like. What exactly is this headline? What statement is this headline? Because we're not, we're, we're guilty of it too. We just, you know, the clickbait. Look, there are some clickbait headlines that are really good. I mean, all are Russia or Florida's, right? Yes, like, <laughs> every single one. Is kind of like, every time I ask him, did you read the article? He's like, no. I don't know. Are you kidding me? No. I don't want an explanation for this. No. Usually I do. But <laughs> that's besides the point. But um, something like this, you have to take a second to really break it. Yeah, because it really does deserve a headline like that deserves way more context than just the initial uh, trans people are being excluded yes. from 
or whatever the fuck the headline is. It's, it, I don't know. You, you need a little bit more context for that one than you do if man accidentally dies while burying himself alive. Yeah, I feel like that headline has a lot of context there. <laughs> <laughs> what about man destroying uh, cars in parking lot right after being released from jail? That doesn't need much context. What was he released from jail for? <laughs> Look, um... No, honest, yeah. Uh, headlines like that are part of the reason why we had the discussion about you being responsible with the kind of content you consume on the internet. Because... That part. <laughs> Because the, it is, there's a lot of shit out there, and the internet is heavily un, unregulated, right? Like, is that a thing? Heavily unregulated? <laughs> like, it's super, it's super easy to get whatever the fuck you want up there. It may not stay up there for long, but you can get it up there, yeah. right? And lots of people can see it in the amount of time that yeah. it's up there. Like, it doesn't take much. <laughs> it really doesn't take much. All it took was for one or two people actually eating Tide Pods for everybody to talk about people eating Tide Pods. For My like mom once sent me a text months. message. She was like, honey, don't drink gasoline and Mountain Dew together. I heard kids were doing that. I was 23 at the time. Well, you'll always be her kid, but that's <laughs> st still. That's Who why the fuck I got a who the fuck is doing that? Nobody was actually eating Tide Pods until they were like, I don't know, I hear people are eating Tide Pods. And then somebody went, huh? Well, I mean. Fuck around and find out, I guess. Yeah. I've been thinking, and we've been kind of like, I feel like we teased this last episode and then we never really got into it because we were running pretty long. Our discussion leading up to this point, you know, being socially aware, socially responsible. Mm -hmm. um, and coming to terms with the difficult parts of individuals' humanity. Well, that's what I mean by socially aware, right? Like, we're coming into a new age of perception as far as those things go. And, it, and that is I, what I really feel like is at the heart of our culture war. And with this whole cancel culture conversation that's being had right now, I feel like part of the problem we have here, specifically in America, I guess from my perspective, but maybe the same in other places, I feel like we do this thing where we put figures like certain people uh, and events up on these pedestals, right? And then we put them behind these glass boxes and then we never- And put them in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> and we keep them in the moment, right? Like this was the moment that happened and this was the impact that this moment had. And we don't, and we do it with people as well. Like this is this, uh, this is this person in the moment, and this is the impact that this person had. Kind of like how I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, what's it like for Cube and Dre to just be, at this point, historical figures? Yeah. Living historical figures. Right, and there was, but to your point, there was a lot leading up to that, right? Like there were moments in Ice Cube's career where he was labeled an anti-Semite 
because of his alignment with the Nation of Islam mm-hmm. and the things that he was saying about Lior Cohen and all of them. We have done ourselves a huge disservice in this country, partly out of the way that we've just been taught to analyze history, I feel like, in this country, is we've been taught to, like, whitewash a lot of things. Like, we Disney-fy. I mean, come on, like, fucking Straight Outta Compton was a straight-up Disney-fied version of what the fuck N.W.A. actually was in the beginning of... It's like hip hop notoriety. And I feel like we continuously do that with a lot of figures. Like, I mean, we did it with fucking Martin Luther King to the point where like the, it's now I feel like common knowledge that the FBI sent him like a whole fucking suicide package of like things that he was doing, his infidelities with his wife and all that stuff. Like, yeah, like fucking Martin Luther King, (laughs) right? And it's like, we don't fucking talk about that. And that was under, uh, I want to say JFK's presidency and stuff like that. Yeah. So these are all things that I feel like if we did a better job to keep in the conversation we would all have a better perspective of how to approach i guess this culture war we're having and i feel like it's part of the reason why we're having this culture war because we refuse to do the right thing analyze the flaws of our heroes right here in this culture it's we don't talk about Barack Obama's like center right leaning policies <laughs> and it's kind of like war hawkishness and things mm-hmm. like that. We don't talk about, um, you know, the fucking Bill Cosby, right? Like leading up to the whole thing, like Bill Cosby had brandished himself as America's dad. Right? You mentioned Kevin Hart and his habitual cheating on his wife. But here's the, but here's the thing that I find funny about Bill Cosby right is like the rape allegations had been common knowledge or I guess uncommon common knowledge since the 80s right like that shit was nothing new about Bill Cosby but because Hannibal said that shit in the age of going viral a bunch of people who weren't like obsessed with Bill Cosby or like in the know about Bill Cosby who had never heard that shit before found out about it and Bill Cosby the only man to may have actually been a victim of cancel culture second person right because what did I say first person was no fucking Janet Jackson Trump isn't canceled Joe what do you mean Janet Jackson the only person to ever actually be canceled in this oh after the Super Bowl yeah yo and fucking now Bill Cosby right two black people but we're not gonna to dig any deeper into that right because <laughs> i'd i'd like to I'd, i would just walk away i'd like to see somebody put up an argument for somebody else who's actually actually been canceled in this country and running away doesn't count not running away on your own because of harassment by paparazzi doesn't count if you are still allowed to continue doing what you do Mm. Nope, can't think of any off the top of my head. Nope, okay. So, but to my point, right, part of the whole, I guess, strength that this cancel culture thing has is that people are afraid that certain aspects of them are going to come to light that may not look favorable to them. 
right? Because we have this system of credibility in place where you have to be infallible in order to be given the ranking of, you know, notable yeah or viral whatever the fuck you want to call it funny we're talking about this on easter where the rise where the perfect human rose from the dead and was greeted by a woman mary magdalene who for 1500 years by western culture was determined to be a prostitute which is a lie girl pals i mean the church right like we can't Ever talk about like the atrocities committed in the name of the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit? It's self self loathing Catholic here. We totally can. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we should. It's but a lot of I'm sorry. We're already used to that. That's the whole second sacrament part. That's my point, though. Is we like should. it's kind of like solitary. You just go into a little box and you just say I'm sorry over and yeah. over. I feel like we should more often though look at the flaws of people because people who do acts that seem superhuman right like having those flaws makes them feel more relatable right and I say that to say that to say this that them being more relatable is more inspiring right like when you do those when you do those movies based on like true events and stuff like that and they take out some of the finer details to i guess hollywoodify it or whatever term you would use for that disneyfy it yeah a lot of them lose their interest like yeah i guess they make for good theater pieces and stuff like that but they lose the interesting aspects of it because knowing that this person had like a crippling like alcohol (laughs) addiction robert downey jr Knowing that JFK was, like, on death's door the entire time he was president, right? Like, that he only stood up to give speeches and was, like, being wheeled around half the time. A lot, like, I mean, one of the people, one of the reasons people love Cobain so much is because he was a damaged figure. Yeah. Like, but, yes, that's my point. Like, and we are now doing that with our superheroes, right? We are giving them flaws yeah because nobody cares about the biggest superhero of all time the most recognizable superhero of all time was and arguably still is superman he is right nobody gives a fuck about that nigga anymore in fact so much so the fun thing to do with superman now is to kill him yep (laughs) yep Nobody gives a fuck because he's infallible. You can't do anything. So where's he's the, the fun most in boring the superhero? Sorry, right. Banky. I know you love Superman, but no, give Soup his props. Right? It's like, like he's got a couple of cool things that you can work with, like the the Stranger in a Strange Land. And... He, exactly. There's a reason why the character has stood the test of time, right? Actually, but there's now there's one he's great... really being tested. There's one great quote from the Justice League animated series. Uh, I'll show it to you in a minute, but it's um, him living in a world of cardboard. Oh, because everything to him is like cardboard? Yeah. Well, yeah, so uh, that's why the fun thing to do is what kind of flaws can you give the guy with no flaw? It's, like, it's almost him... like a literary... A literary thought experiment. But he, the way he described it is, wait for it, wait for it, like opening the floodgates on its power. Wow. But he was fighting, I think he was fighting Brainiac, and he was 
basically like, I live in a world of cardboard. And while as much as I hate you, I love to fight you because I can like fully let loose. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, uh, Superman does have a lot of like internalized rage inside of him. Yeah, I mean, that's like I said, that's the fun thing in his character. There is still room for his character, but my point is, is when you become infallible, right? Infallibility in itself becomes an inherent flaw. Yeah. And it leaves you vulnerable to all kinds of subjectivity. Yeah. Right? Like, look at what the fuck is going on with Matt Gates right now. I'm, we're not gonna get too into that because I don't have all kinds of the fucking details, but it's what I continuously say these Republicans do, right, is they set themselves up, and politicians in general, right, like they set themselves up to be these infallible men, these creatures of perfect nature. I am here to lead you. Allow me to be the one to guide us to the next whatever. Blah, 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 blah. Fucking y'all know the whole spiel. And then it turns out this nigga is fucking kids. <laughs> like, yo. Phil Spector killed two people. That's in the extreme, right? Like, or you get like a Marion Barry where it turns out this nigga may be into like smoking crack and fucking prostitutes on the side. And it's like, there's a lot of people out here like that who manage their lives perfectly fine uh, to an extent i mean i don't know how fine your life is in your opinion if on the weekends you smoke crack and fuck prostitutes but if you can manage to contain that to the weekends and be successful to an extent i would say hey look and and to mary barry's uh benefit uh, not to his benefit but the uh, DC elected him as mayor yeah. <laughs> consecutively. <laughs> so exposing and okay, here's where I bring Trump back into conversation, right? Because they constantly tried to expose the flaws of this man, right? And Trump, to a degree, I guess, rebuttaled that by owning all of the flaws. Right? Like, he never really admitted to anything, but he would say shit like, look at them. Look at how they tried to make me look like I'm not human. <laughs> I'm just human. I make mistakes. I do things you all do. Blame the right. people that are blaming you for the same thing. While making yourself still look relatable for having flaws, right? It's like he's saying I have flaws, but I'm not saying the flaws they say I have are the flaws I have. Donald Trump shits himself. At this point, honestly, I feel like if he came out and he was like, look, you know, I'm getting up in age and people who in this country, there are plenty of people in this country who know what the fuck it's like. It might just up his vote with the older people, yo. Does like, he need much more help in that demo? Maybe. I don't know. Whose deciding factor is, you know what? He shits himself too. Who decided that we heroes can't have flaws or our heroes can't have flaws or we can't critically analyze events and persons in said important events to the full extent of what they were you know what I mean? I feel like we are starting to do this with our historical figures exactly and that's why 
cancel culture is the buzzword, right? Because for the longest time, these figures were put on pedestals. And we are refurbishing, emphasis once again, because I, as you said it way back when, I think it's the perfect word, refurbishing history. And as you said, I think what is happening is an overcorrecting, right? Where people are becoming outraged at finding out some of the things that were painted lily white have a blood stain underneath of them. Yeah. You know what They're I mean? They're beige. Yeah. And, Off white. And as you as you should be, right? Because it does it is upsetting to discover that you've been like, I guess, kind of deceived the entire or not been told the truth, like almost like they felt like You, you can't handle it. Exactly though. Like you could, <laughs> you felt like you couldn't handle it. And um now people are deciding for themselves what is acceptable and what is not and the truth the whole truth so help you god i think we need to be careful though to not overcorrect and and this coming from the person that doesn't think that cancel culture exists mm-hmm. right but as the media tends to do a trend will be shown and then it won't really be a thing but the more it is shown, the more it is a thing. Like with Tide Pods, right? Like at first, nobody was actually eating Tide Pods. No. Until the news kept saying people are eating Tide Pods. People are eating Tide Pods. And then people started eating Tide Pods. You ever wonder what a Tide Pod tastes like? I don't think we'll get to Scarlet Letter levels <laughs> of uh, cancel culture in this shit. <laughs> <laughs> right, that like, book is awful. It is. Um, it's, it's an atrociously written book. It's also widely misinterpreted. I think that if the fascists have their way, though, we will see something that looks close to Scarlet Letter levels of cancel culture. Um, that could just be me fear-mongering. Uh, you'll never know. <laughs> but I do think it is... A good thing that we are now taking a more critical analysis of these people who we we choose because we venerate. Yeah, because we really do give people these fantastic levels of notoriety, right? Like Michael Jordan can go into any restaurant he wants, right? And probably not even pay for the meal half the time. Probably, there's no way. Just because he's Michael Jordan. Same thing with Gordon fucking Ramsay, right? Like, Gordon Ramsay comes into a restaurant, there's a good chance they're not gonna make Gordon pay for the fucking meal. Depends on how he reacts. The owner's gonna pay for it. Every time. Every fucking time. The owner will pay for the fucking meal just to have Gordon or Michael say, yeah, I ate there. (laughs) Come on, man. We really do give celebrities the He's, clout. No, not not just clout, yo. It's like so much more than that. We really do like the people who we determine to belong up there are really given the world, yo. Like outside from what a millionaire and billionaire could create, right? Like, cause uh, Bill Gates can buy 
any restaurant, right? Like a table, he can call any restaurant he wants and have it shut down and so that only him and his people can eat there, right? Yep. And that's a whole boss flex in itself, right? But he's not going to be given a free meal. He might not even be recognized at a restaurant if he played it low-key enough, mm-hmm. right? Like that's the difference between, you know, that and notoriety. I actually heard a story about the 92 Dream Team. Yeah. Their bus was, like, stuck in a giant crowd. Yeah. And everybody was on the Dream Team was, like, super recognizable. They were playing in Rome. Everybody's white. But John Stockton was like, I don't want to wait on this bus anymore. And he put on a hat, walked off the bus, and nobody recognized him. That's what the joke is about football players, right? Like, the reason they're not as popular as basketball players is because nobody can tell. Yeah, nobody can tell what the fuck they look like. Right? Because the second they take off the helmet and they show their characters, their, their, their characteristics in those interviews. They're not playing. They, well, I mean, like, anytime they take off their helmet, they're not playing. Yeah. Yeah. So. They're um, not visible. Their faces are invisible at the most important part of watching sports. Athletes are another one, though. Like, you uh, are another set of people who we put up on these pedestals, and then when it's found out that they're horrible people there's like all of this backlash all of a sudden and it's like well i mean if you did your research you would have known from the get-go and had a better idea of it's kind of like bobby schmurder right like when the fucking shmoney dance song came out at first everybody was jamming to that shit and then like three months into it everybody was like hey do y'all know he said he's been selling crack since like the fifth grade (laughs) right like, did y'all know he was talking about uh, catching a body? Like, you know that means he murdered people? Like, people do it all the time with hip-hop songs, right? There's that new song, The Beatbox Challenge or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I just recently saw somebody, like, breaking down the fucking lyrics of that. Like, black people can't read. And, <laughs> like, nigga, we can, we can totally fucking, like, hear what the fuck he's saying. People don't care. <laughs> And in a world where people stopped caring, it's just another reminder that none of this is normal. <laughs> Y'all be safe. Deuces. Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates.